Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Game Train episode 120. Today, I will be your host, Carl the Lyrical Smith, and I have with me Dylan Dopey Dill Koshins. Did I nail that? You did. Yes. Sure did. Thank you. Dylan, hello. Welcome. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm excited. This is our first time having you here as a guest. Uh, I'm excited. Just so you know, throughout the year, we're going to be jumping in and out with uh, different guests accompanying myself and Callan throughout the podcast. And uh, we want to just try and get more content out there quicker and with other points of view. But uh, there will always be a Stark in Winterfell, or at least one of the logo faces in a Game Train episode. So without <laughs> further ado, let's go to the news. Uh, let's start with the big one first, hey? The big E3? three. Yes. Well, oh no, E none. E none. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> e zero. <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, it's still officially on, but uh, as some of you may have heard, Sony and Nintendo and Xbox are officially not going to be part of E3 2023, which is their big return since 2019. Boy, oh boy, how does this make you feel, Dopey Dill? Well, it doesn't fill me with confidence that they're going to return ever again, really. It's just Ooh. like the um, and it's not just not just the show like it's the show floor and the no conferences at all over the no. over the weekend. Unless I mean they might do their own separate ones, which they've done in the past. I have heard that Xbox are going to be in LA, so I think they're going to be doing a thing somewhere. Like they they had a separate building that they did things out of which was still kind of part because, of these three but not really because they've got the microsoft but, theater yeah. which is where they yes that's they the can one use that for them yeah they can use that for their own which i think they're going to do but i think i think sony have pulled out a thousand years ago you know back in after or yeah, from 2019 everyone. yeah and i i think they're just kind of doing their own thing separate. I don't know what happened, but something happened that made them not interested in E3. I don't think the pandemic killed E3. I think Nintendo Direct did. Yeah, no. Them realizing that they could do it on their own time when they're ready, rather than having to do it at E3. Absolutely. And and with the, their own controlled budget, because the budget is just astronomical to be on the show floor and to have a conference and all that. When you could just set something up in your own studio, like a trailer, but like a longer, show all the games you want, when you want. You can drum up uh, attention and, you know, set it all up and hype it up for weeks or even a few days just to you know, drop something on Twitter. And then everything is all about you for that day. And you make the news, you know, whether you're Sony or you're Nintendo or whatever. And it's like, I don't know if it's worth much more like there's there's another magic of being at e3 but is it worth the hundreds of thousands of dollars to do yeah, i don't it? know how much it costs for them to actually be there but like yeah and then they know they can generate enough hype on their own they don't they're big enough they're bigger than e3 i mean the word the words word a number the, the word a number playstation 5 on a screen as a as a picture was like what the the most liked thing on instagram ever 
Yeah. When they and when it's they like announced. And that wasn't news. We knew the PS5 was coming. We also knew it was going to be called a PlayStation 5. So it the thing that amazed me the most is that it wasn't news. It wasn't like OMG, we finally know the name. You know, it's like and they didn't even say when. They're just like, it's coming. And we're like, we know. But we still. Know, we're still hot. It was the most liked picture. And it's like, imagine. So, so they're like, well, that, that's just a picture of a thing that's not news. So we imagine when we do news. Like, holy moly, wow. You know, we don't need. Eat, like, And it's like they're all waiting for someone else to jump in first as well. Like, I don't know. Someone has to make the move. And it's like Nintendo, like, dude, we are direct. We're doing it. And I'm and sure they will probably have their direct at, like around E3 time as well. I hope so. But I don't, think, I don't think Sony will have one at all. They seem to do them on their own time. And like Jeff Keighley will still have his, uh, whatever he calls it now, the the Game Awards. Night, the, oh, that the summer the one thing. He does. Oh yeah, the summer of games. That's it. Yeah, and I'm sure IGN will do a thing as well and, and whatnot. It's just, I was excited because E3 was coming back, right? And they would, yeah, you they know, were... like, we have a nostalgic pull to E3 and gathering around that time, like all of us in the group chat. And then, and Callan and I ourselves have this extra little thing now because we've gone there and we've seen it. And I'm, I'm happy to say we went to the last one that Sony was at, you know? So oh. it felt like, because then after that, there was still another one in 2019, but that's when Sony pulled out. And that was like, ah, that that's when count. it started to lose its, that's when it started, you can tell it started to lose its feel then. Yeah. And that was like, that, that was the effects of the Nintendo Direct. I think when that first Nintendo Direct came out and everyone thought it was weird. And then when it just nailed it, it just was succinct. There were no mistakes. You know, you lose that live feeling and the risk, which is exciting. But for the company, they're like, we don't care. We got our message across. I think when that yeah. first happened, Every gaming company in the world went, well, damn, damn, that's a good idea. That's a <laughs> yeah. great idea. And even recently with Xbox doing their developer direct, like, they it was just... brilliant. So much hype. And, uh. you know, certainly more on that later. But that's a, such a great point. And then, you know, we all walked away talking like, OMG, Xbox, how great was that? But if it was in the middle of E3, it would be mixed in a conversation of all other things. Exactly. But, so they haven't cancelled it. So it's like, you know, I, I don't know. Ubisoft will be there, I guess. Yeah, Bandai Namco. I'm sure, indeed, like uh, Devolver Digital. They, they yeah, seem to always course. do their, their own little thing. I think and EA has pulled out already in the past as well, though. I think so, yeah. But they tend to do their own one as well now. Yes, around or near. But I don't. E3, I just, oh, man. Do you remember like 2015 <sighs> or 2014, how hot you used to be for E3? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like oh, every, every year, you'd be yeah. so excited. Like you'd get up at two in the morning, three in the morning to watch the conferences. Man, now never mind. Just, now it's lost so much of its spark. I know. It's just not the same. Oh, well, we still have packs, you know? We We've still, got our packs. We have packs. And hopefully, it's no E3. Hopefully, they return to that. Yeah. Like I love packs for its community, but it's, it's not a, like a news dropping extravaganza. Packs is a whole different beast. Yeah, and I was excited for this E3 because it's run by Reed Pop as well, which is the people that run PAX. So there was going to be like, oh. I was thinking of like, and that's the first time ever. And so I was thinking, oh, it's going to be all the news plus, you know, the organization of Reed Pop. It might have a bit more heart. I don't know. But anyway, we should move on. That's uh, that's some big news there. So if anyone is booking tickets to L.A., 
uh, maybe think again, you unless you really read, like uh, Assassin's Creed. Yes. Or want to meet up with friends or something. I don't know. But yeah. Or maybe go to Gamescom, save up and go to Germany instead. Oh, good time. Good time. That might be the way. Uh, you have some news about Resident Evil 4. Yeah, so, so Resident Evil 4, um, they revealed about a week or two ago that in an interview with Game Informer, I believe, oh, that wow. they're re- in the remake, they've removed the QuickTime events and okay. they're adding side quests as well as new enemies. They showcased one of the new enemies, I believe. It's like a hammer-wielding enemy with a pig mask and they're teasing new it's not going to be the only enemy. As well as a tiny little clip of uh, just after you find Ashley, I believe, in the rain near the church, and the game's mm-hmm. looking the game's looking amazing. Wow! I can't believe they're adding side quests and new enemy designs and everything. That's so exciting and like unpredictable for you know, like for me, I've never really played through Resident Evil Four anyway, so I'm so excited because this is most people's favorite Resident Evil and it's my or game. Resident Evil. It's my favorite yeah. Resident Evil. So I'm very curious, you know, and I love Dead Space and, I, you know, people say it took a lot from Resident Evil back in the day as inspiration of just like pacing and, uh, you know, just the style of action it was. So I'm, I'm keen to see sort of like that granddaddy of the over the shoulder horror kind of. And, but now it's exciting for people who've played through it like 10,000 million times. by adding new I'm so excited. And I was worried after Resident Evil 3 because one of the criticisms is that they removed a lot of content. And in Resident Evil 4, it seems they're adding to it, which is, which is really nice. Which is bonkers, because it's like already quite a big game, right? It's massive. God, this especially such the, a departure. Especially the late game, it, like, it, it gets bloaty, but I'm excited to see what they do with that. Right, that seems like a place that's ripe for the side quests. Yes. And whatnot. And I'm God. curious what side quests are going to be. Like, are they going to be like just little side quests, or are they going to add completely new story to the game? <sighs> Man, that's really cool. And um, first delay of 2023, Jedi that's, Survivor, that's right? Jedi Survivor getting delayed, yes. Uh, that has been moved now to April 28th, which is the same day as um, Dead Island 2. Oh, Dead Island. Wow, if that doesn't get delayed. Yeah, I, if that doesn't get delayed. But now I was reading in, the, um, in articles and they were like, oh my, well, poor Dead Island 2. We know what everyone's choosing. I'm like, wow, speak for yourselves. I'm so glad that like... <laughs> yeah. I'm in a I'm in a podcast where Callan will be playing Jedi Survivor and I'll be like Dead Island 2. Yes, let's go. So we'll both have something to look forward to. Normally when a new Souls like or Souls Light comes out, uh that day I'm normally full of FOMO and you know feeling sad like boo poor me, I've got nothing to play. But now I'll have Dead Island 2 to play, hopefully if it doesn't get moved yet if again it yet get again. Moved again. Oh my god. Coming goodness. 2024. Um but no, a really missed opportunity there, I feel like, for um, uh, Jedi Survivor. Because April 28th, it's only a, only about a week to May the 4th, which is oh, a really right. big missed opportunity, I feel like. Why? Wow, I didn't even look at that. Um, they better have some crazy cool Star Wars announcements lined up for that day instead. You know, that has to be the reason. I'm sure we're getting a, probably a new movie announcement or something like that. All right, we'll see what happens. Uh, Well, that, ladies and gentlemen, was the news. Okay, well, that brings us to the games we've been playing. Dopey Dill. I mean, 
usually it's like, what have you been playing since the last recording? But uh, that's never for you. So I won't ask you what you've been playing since time began. <laughs> but uh, lately, what have you been jumping into? Um, so I've been definitely been enjoying the GoldenEye uh, re-release on uh, console. Which On the, which console, um, may I ask? Uh, well, I'm playing it on Xbox currently. But I have played right, it right. on the Switch as well for multiplayer. Oh, you did? Okay, so you've tried both. I have tried both, which still bums me out that Xbox doesn't have the multiplayer. I know. And the Switch's one is just like a little bit confusing, as always. Like, Yeah, <sighs> I, they, they just kept the multiplayer. I don't know. They just wanted the exclusivity for that. I guess so. Why would it's so annoying that the multiplayer, the online, I should say, because Xbox still has multiplayer, I believe, but only couch. Yes. Uh, couch multiplayer. Yes, I believe so. Which is just so funny that the online multiplayer is strictly only on the console that it's worst at. Yeah, exactly. We all know Nintendo are renowned for their, for their online. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, oh man, you guys are really making us do this while flaunting it on the Xbox. Exactly. But wow, the game looks so nice. Like now with the, the upgraded, you know, HD and 4K on the Xbox. Yep. I jumped on on Xbox. I haven't done it on um, on the Nintendo yet, on the Switch. But on the Xbox, I did jump on to have a look. And it does, like when we say looks nice, we mean like the people and the environment still look boxy and awful. Yeah. If if it's not something you remember, it's yes. not like they, they've cleaned up, the remodeled everything or anything. It's It's the old game you remember but really crisp which really makes crisp. it almost a bit worse but still cleaner and yeah. so playable and very smooth and the new controls oh finally oh, so playable i don't i feel i feel weird being able to like aim the gun down the sights while walking oh I, exactly i feel like i'm breaking the game it's like too easy now no no and i was playing it and i couldn't even remember how to play the game like the, some of the like the story like story objectives you have to do in the harder difficulties i completely forgot yeah. about that and like i was playing the first level like literally the first level dam and yeah. i used as a kid i used to just play through that level and jump off the dam and complete the mission but i actually explored like these buildings as a complete oh. underneath bunker that i did not know about until now really 20 years, 20 years later oh my god your play style has changed so much as an adult like uh, exploring and stuff Exactly. Like as a kid, That's like so I just wanted to funny. get through it. Oh my god! I remember. I'm opposite to you. Like when I played that level, I remember trying. We used to like figure out how to do every objective as fast as you can, and you know, blow up the computers, and then shoot all the alarms, and yes. go find those guys underneath, and you know, turn off that thing after you pass the truck, open the door, and make sure when the doors open, you skip around to the left side of the truck so you could get through the door as quick as possible. Like all those, yep. it all the still little... plays well. Like I still had a ball. It's amazing. And the I'm, music. I'm just glad they're oh. back. Oh, right. Oh. And the silly sound effects. Oh my God. Like... The silly, and the death animations when you shoot the enemies. You know what? I'm not going to lie. I'm still a bit impressed. That's amazing. It's pretty cool. Like you're shooting them in the leg and they're like, oh, uh, uh, you and know, the like... slow death animations. Yeah. It does take so long though. It does. Mm. Um, also, have you been jumping into the Dead Space remake at all? I have not yet. I will. I still haven't picked that up. Oh, so man. We'll I, in the future. I jumped in a little bit, and it is stunning. It just... Goodness. They've done such a great job. 
it's it's a little bit different now in that Isaac speaks a bit and they've changed a few things here and there, but the overall game is like exactly as you remember it, which I think means that it's a masterful recreation, you know, because if you actually go back, it's never as clean as you think it, but it does, it did age very well. But when you see this, it's just so clean and crisp and the lighting effects are just so beautiful. The models are just so wonderfully rendered and yeah, I've actually so like much. aiming and shooting. Oh, it's, it's so satisfying using that plasma cutter. That game is great. So I'm, I'm excited to get through more of that and, um, it's really what Callisto Protocol that. wanted to be. And it's crazy that Dead Space, nothing still holds a candle to it. I know. After all this time, they just did something better back then. What Something was in the water, man. They had Dead Space. They had the old GTA games. They, oh, you my know, God. Like, I don't even know what happened. Something's happened. People are busy. Too busy tweeting. 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 Tweeting and, and such, you know, like as the kids do. <laughs> as the Hey, that's me still, I wish. That's me still. Uh, and also, I guess, not really a game, but we have to talk about it. We've we've both been watching and enjoying The Last of Us HBO oh show. So good. And, like, how can you do a podcast and talk about the games you've been playing without mentioning that? You know, if, if you, we're here to talk about video games, that has... We've been so spoiled lately, but that has, like, well and truly just broken the curse of video game adaptations, right? Oh, it's really, it truly has. That uh, we just watched episode four recently. Yes. Uh, don't be scared, listeners. No spoilers here. But no um, spoilers. But holy wow! Oh, just it's, like the acting. Uh, I've uh, right the, the like, relationships they're creating and the set pieces that I can't even. I am in love with every shot. Every set is like oh. The, the can, cinematography in the episode four was stunning. Right? And you could just tell that there's so much CGI there, but it's not like ham-fisted in to do like unrealistic, silly stuff. It's just like creating the world and buildings and like simple things that are just melding together with the real stuff. And you can't yeah. see where the seam is. And you can exactly. tell it's not real, but it's it's in like an ethereal, magical way instead of like a corny, oh, that looks fake way. Like everything, it's it's beautiful there's actually a scene in the latest episode no spoilers but it did make me think that maybe they did get a part of the city that they got to like close off and actually put yes into yep yep i actually uh, I, I know exactly the scene you're talking about where you're like that's that's just buildings <laughs> you know like yeah. that's too come on um and if you know we're talking about beautiful that that third episode oh, oh my god it just, destroyed me and i'm sure it destroyed the whole internet just listeners if you haven't found the time or you're not sure about if you want to commit to last of us i plead that you at least just give it three episodes make oh, it to the third that's all i recommend favor one if of the best tv going, episodes of all time like just even standalone maybe i yeah. i wonder i'd like to hear a review from someone who just watches episode three yeah, and sees what they can. Yeah, like see what you can glean from it with like not knowing. Is is it saying enough? Because we came into it with the knowledge of one and two plus the games. But yes. could you just press play on episode three, watch it as like an hour and a twenty minute movie, and I'm and sure you can because it's such a beautifully told story. It is right, and you don't need to know much. The starting is like the world is ending. That's all you need to know. Now let's continue. Exactly, or you know. I've, I'd love to talk to someone 
in that way. If if that's you, listener, please send us through a comment on the Facebook or the Instagram. Um, send it through to Instagram Game Train Podcast, or send it through to our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Game Train Podcast, and just let us know if that is you, which it probably isn't. If you're listening to a video game podcast, chances are you've been watching all of it. So <laughs> disregard the last thirty seconds. Um, Ooh, what else have I been playing? I haven't really been, you know, besides our review game, I haven't been really dabbling in a lot. I, I played a bit more of the Atari 50. Um, oh, nice. Jumped into there. And, and I that's still haven't played excellent. that. Oh, it's so much fun. It's not really playing. It's kind of an it's interactive just, documentary. Oh, yeah, like a museum of... Yeah, and all the games are there, but they do it so tastefully in that they're kind of quietly saying, look, we know these are unplayable and straight garbage to a modern audience, but I have a little you know, play around for 10 minutes and let's keep going and we'll tell you more stuff. And then they'll I've tell you about been, how they make it and so on. I've still been playing Hollow Knight. Mm. Of all the new games and everything out there, I've gone back to Hollow Knight. Did you start it again or something? or are you? No, I've actually gone to an old save where I'm trying to beat the Colosseum. It's like Trials. Oh, yeah. And, and I've beaten the first two, but the third one is incredibly difficult. I feel like I've hit a skill ceiling and like, the long, like it keeps going. I thought you keep wave after wave of enemy. You think this is the last one. This is the last one. This is the last one. But there's more and more. Oh goodness! I've never, could never get into Hollow Knight. I wish I could, but it's just a, you know, that was me a, at the start. Like when it first came out, unbelievably, I I thought it was only going to be like a five six hour journey, and then it then it's actually then you learn it's like a fifty hour journey. Oh, which I'd be happy with with a beautiful two uh, D gorgeous art you know a, a atmospheric game but once it started doing those teeny tiny little souls like oh, elements souls. i was like yes. yeah i'm like no not you too you know? <laughs> your favorite thing yeah i'm like everything else no this is i thought it was like just a hard ori but yeah just yeah. god it's a beautiful game though and so fluid i love watching it being so played. excited for silk song Ugh. yeah man it's gonna no. be a great year for indies Went at speaking of E3 before and all that, they went at Xbox's uh thing last year. They said everything that's shown there was going to be released within the next 12 months, and Silk Song was there, mm. and still no word, so it does make me worried. But oh, well. I mean, one of those things was also Starfield, and I just don't know yes. if that's coming. And I think, Forza, uh, I think Forza is already our first like confirmed delay from that because Forza is not be, uh, making that 12 month window oh it's already, isn't it? it's already late it's already been said that's late this year i think oh yeah okay oh no Ooh, so it's i'm um, gonna have to pull back on some of that there's so much in there that's a that's a whole other podcast and then talking about yeah. what's going on with halo and yikes oh yes three four three ah. yep going on there Oh my! Well, thank you, good sir. Yeah, it's been it's been a good time for games. Things are starting to look good. Things are coming out, and it's it's very exciting, especially if you're still playing old games. Like I've been dabbling in Red Dead Redemption Two again. So if you're going back and forth like that, there's just so much to play. And speaking of which, let us jump into our review game for this episode, ladies and gentlemen, Hi-Fi Rush. Check this out. Music player in my chest. It's powering up my new robot arm. Whoa. 
It's making everything sync up with the beat. Let's rock. This is awesome. Vandalay Technologies isn't just coming from my arm. They're after all of us. All right, Hi-Fi Rush, ladies and gentlemen. Now, firstly, developed by Tango Gameworks, published by Bethesda Softworks. This game, we haven't spoken about or heard about because it was part of the developer conference that Xbox did, and it was uh, just a huge, massive game that just got shadow-dropped on everybody. They announced it, they showed it off, showed us a trailer. It looked super excited, exciting. We were all just like hot eyes. And then they said, and you can play it later today. We're like, no way. This this hasn't happened in, in a large scale like this. I mean, Apex is probably the last time anything like this happened. And that was like a multiplayer game where they were going to consistently update and release content for. I don't know when something this big, like a huge, huge, like single player adventure has just dropped like this. Like Apex is as close as I can think of. And that was amazing as well. But it was like a, a multiplayer playground that they have kept adding to it with seasons and whatnot. You know what I mean? Like, which, which was incredible. But this is a like Completely a 20-hour game, right? Oh, yeah. it's And from the Evil Within devs, it's such a tonally different right? game. Such dynamic developers. Like, it, it's crazy. So for those of you who don't know, I don't even know how I'm going to do this. Uh, it's, it's a rhythm action adventure game, I guess. Yes. It's like a I think, sunset. I, feel, I think you nailed that. Is, yeah, I, yeah, I think so. It's, it's new for us. Um, it's Sunset Overdrive meets Jet Set Radio meets Guitar Hero. If you're going to try and put With it together a, or something. A sprinkling, a massive throwback to like the PS2 GameCube era. Yes. And it's so polished. It's oh, just so massively. clean. So not only is it all these weird new things, but it's all of them very well. Like it's just so clean. The art style is very striking. It's like a comic book art style. Uh, very bold colors. Uh, sort of thick outlines the music is excellent i, I think the visuals are obviously um for people who listen to this podcast they'll know that i'm just a huge fan of anything that's cell shaded or oh. cartoony but this is like next level it's just the animation so as well yeah in between bits like bosses or cutscenes where they switch the styles uh jojo's bizarre adventure oh, yeah kind of hints and elements and st- it's I don't, it's, it's so it's many so little, fresh. so many little uh, like pop culture references in there as well. Speaking of JoJo's, yeah, it, and I I like how it's just the humor is kind of light. It's it's you know, it's not trying to be too clever or too serious. And even in its like simplicity, it's it's not for kids, but it's not like this like adult trying to swear humor. It's light and friendly and silly and charming. But it's not too corny. It's very yeah, it's not aware of itself. Yeah, it's just silly. They're just having fun, and your character is this cocky, you know, into himself rock star that should be grating. But for, because everyone else around him is tolerating him and kind of just ignoring him, you do as well in in this like yeah. silly way. Yeah, chai, chai like the tea. Chai, that name sucks, yo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's probably one of the downsides to me. The, I mean, the supporting characters are awesome. Oh, That's yeah, like, yeah, I was about to say, you mentioned characters. Everyone's so well-written. Like, yeah. Peppermint, Peppermint is awesome. Yes. 
Peppermint needs to be the next Xbox, uh, like, mascot. You know, I oh, think a bunch White. of these guys. Oh, Ada White, for sure. Cat. The little cat. Uh, for, has to be. So cute. I didn't, man, I can't, so I can't, I'm trying to get into this to review this game instead of just gushing all over it. It, you know, the music's awesome. Wonderful supporting characters. It's got this weird Saturday morning cartoon vibe. Uh, it, it's not all awesome. Um, Chai himself, I thought, he's got a robot arm and he beats people up with a guitar synced to music which is excellent but his design itself i found was just strangely bland compared to everyone because he's just like oh yeah brown I, I hair just a face you know not no scars or glasses or anything just a just a face and some brown guess, hair yeah. i don't know just i guess they were trying to go for like make him the every man but everyone else yeah, is think, like these wild colors and actually yeah, i think they've done that because he wants to he's a wannabe rock star so he's just an everyday everyday guy that wants to like make an impact on the world, I guess. Yeah, okay. I, I like a like a guy brush threepwood. I'm going yeah. to be a mighty pirate. You <laughs> know, but I'm but I'm a nothing right now. So there's that. One massive thing that hurts me though, uh, which which really sucks and I feel like is a huge oversight, and I hope it's fixed later. But it's a, a thing that just takes away from the potential perfect score of this game is you cannot adjust the latency. Oh, which really? Is, which is huge. So if you're playing on... So I'm playing with a capture card through a PC on my Xbox. Oh, and it's, yes. Um, well, that is, luckily, capturing it perfectly. But when I go play it on my TV, which is attached to an amp and then separate speakers through, via an amplifier, the sound takes like, a, you know, 0. 0.03 or 0. 0.04 seconds to translate to what happens on the screen to what I hear, which doesn't affect movies or video games normally, but in a game where every button press is to an exact beat uh, throughout the entire game. And I can see it at the very start, they test you. They take you for a little test in front of a crowd and you do like a bit of a, um, you know, a tutorial and they're like, one, two, three, four. Now you press one, two, three. And like, you know, I could be wrong, but I was exactly wrong all the time. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I'm like, this is definitely a latency thing. And also, I mean, I, you know, I might not be the greatest around, but I am a full-time professional musician, so I'm hoping that I have decent <laughs> rhythm. And yeah. I'm like, this is exactly 100% just wrong, the same wrong, every beat. So I was playing for a while. In my head, I had to go like one, two, three, four, and I had to press buttons on like one, two, three, four, five, six. One, two. So every time there was a beat, I'd press like half a second after, and I was getting perfects. But my brain had to count this extra beat every time. And then I switched over to computer and was just getting perfect completely easily because the timing was perfect. Uh, and yes, it was just spot on. Yeah, so I really, really enjoyed it when, when the timing is right. But mostly games like this and games like Guitar Hero and whatnot, um, you can normally go into the options there and, and just kind of move that latency back and forth just a little bit. So it was sad to see that you couldn't do it on this one. Um, I, I was kinda so hurt. amazed by the combat, to be honest, like how in-depth it actually is. Yes. Like there's so many, once you get to the upgrades, there's so many combos and everything you can do. It's like, yeah. it's, right. You're right. I, you know, I forgot to mention that's a great call. It's not just like 
punching stuff to the beat of the drum. It's like you're learning combos and you're upgrading your moves and you're bringing in your the the way the um the supporting characters work is they're not just other different playable characters. They're like special moves that you call in for different types of attack or even traversal puzzles. They all help with maneuvering and it's just it's so creative it's like elements we've seen before but all put together in this really creative new fantastic way yeah i just and like and you want to get obviously you want to finish the combat with an s so there's the scores yes you want to get the good timing that gets you an s you want to beat the combat like quickly yeah and stylishly quickly and to the beat yeah mark you on different things yeah yeah which is it creates more replayability. There's there's different um, difficulties to play through as well. This is, I've just had a blast. Um, but uh, what would you, if you had to score this game, good sir? What what would you be giving? It? I would honestly, I would honestly give it an eight out of ten. Wow. Okay. I gave. I was. I was a bit high. I might be biased because of the music thing, but I so far. I and I'll. I'll review it as i go because i haven't finished it but so far it is at a solid nine for me wow so um yeah but thank you very much uh xbox for just throwing us this gift from the heavens oh uh, out of nowhere out of legitimately in nowhere for, in development i think for three or four years in secret and then just given to us incredible this is can they just do all games like this just and can we please nice? have can we please have an evil within three Oh, you know, no, it's fine. I'll just, I'll take another hi-fi rush. Thanks. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, thank you very much. That was, that was great. Ladies and gentlemen, that was hi-fi rush. Ready for more? Profession rock star. Future rock star. Well, this almost wraps us up in this uh, this episode, Mr. Dopey Dill. But as you know, and as our listeners know, we can't leave without doing some lame train, love train, and hype trains before we end a uh, game train episode. So let's bring it into the lame train. <laughs> Dopey Dill, what, uh, what's been your lame train this, uh, this last few weeks? Um, lame train recently on a, uh, can it be on a personal level? I mean, I suppose so. Yeah. It's, I mean, it still is gaming, but my internet has been awful. It, oh it's yeah. It's prevented me from playing games, downloading games. It's just been constant dropouts. It's been, it's been an awful time. Like I've, I've had to reset the box, the NBN box on the wall, the modem countless number of times now, and nothing seems to work. I've, try to get onto Telstra. They say nothing's wrong, but it's just been it's been a whole myth, like a whole workaround. It's not been something great. Oh my god, that is that is a very legitimate lame train, good sir. That that does suck, especially when you just can't do simple things like download games or update yeah. them, even if yeah, you don't my, want to play online. My speeds were my speeds before this were fifty down, was fifty or sixty down, and five up. Now at the moment, well, recently they were sitting at like six down and like one up, which Oof. is just impossible to download oh, games. Oh, no, that's not the kind of one up we want as gamers. Exactly. <laughs> oh, damn, yucky. Australian internet things. Full yuck. Uh, my lame train was pretty simple. 
Mine was just finding out about the big three not being at E3. Oh, That just, because it took the wind out of my sails. I was very excited for E3 as a concept and us getting together. And like, you know, things will still happen, yada, yada, yada. But it's like, is it just going to go away? Is it is E3, is it dead? Is this just like slowly trying to reanimate a corpse and just like, it's not going <laughs> to last quite, long, you know? Like, it a, keep it alive, prop it up. Yeah, exactly. For another year, it's like, do we just pivot and change it into something i don't know what it is but that was kind of like i was excited about ether i'm like all right this is the year let's go it's coming back and then when you find that out you're like oh and when they say it's not canceled you're like well should it just be i don't know should it just be yeah yeah so that was uh that was thing is if they still get ticket sales they're gonna keep it going so yeah exactly you know it's it's just like selling skyrim yeah, if people, <laughs> if people, the old classic Todd Howard quote: "If people stop buying it, yeah, exactly, you know, not wrong." It's like GTA Five as well. Oh goodness! All right, let's take it into the love train. <laughs> Dobie Dill, hit us with your love train, good sir. My love train at the moment is we talked about this previously before, but The Last of Us. Oh, nice! Such- yes such a good time with watching that and like as we talked about episode three yeah no spoilers but it moved me in ways that i never expected it to yeah and yeah yeah absolutely is it time to reveal a secret with me about the last of us it was i've actually never played the games <gasps> wow you should have revealed that back when we were talking that's interesting <laughs> oh my so, are you hype as now to play them yeah yes completely Oh, like, they've I got won't. you. You're going to buy yep. part one and then part two. Yep. I'm jealous you sure. get to play the part one, like the new, new version. I couldn't buy it a third time for $125. Yes. I still don't really want to pay that price, but. Mm, it's it's worth it. If, if it's your first time, it'll it'll be so much fun. Oh, my goodness. How interesting. I can't wait to talk to you about what you think of the game now after the the TV show. So it's someone that's been blind watching the wow. watching the show. Wow. That is great. super interesting. Woo, episode three must have been something then. Oh, it really was. <laughs> Even more. Woo. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, my love train this episode is the classic concept itself of shadow drops. I adore that concept. And we, we do get quite, you know, I was saying the Hi-Fi Rush one was so rare for a big game, but we do get quite a few. Every Every kind of uh, big showcase you you normally get like a little indie one or like a dlc or you know fallout shelter with a was a shadow drop and they're just so fun and exciting they have that kind of weird nostalgia for me that um breaking street date used to have you know when yeah, you were getting games like, yeah, yeah yeah exactly so, they're, 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 <laughs> for me it's shadow drop and you know like i just there hasn't been a big one like this in a long time and it just feels it's there's just some magic. It's some like Christmas morning kind of vibes that you can't quite explain when you're like, what now for me? Yeah. Oh, when that thing pops up on the screen, it's like available now. It's like, wow. Oh my yeah. God. And then you play it and you're like, this is not shit. Wait, actually it's good. <laughs> oh uh, my God. Nuts. All right. Now it is time for the hype trade. <laughs> Mr. Dopey Dill. What is your hype train? My hype train is just is gaming at the moment. Like we've so we've started the year off with Hi-Fi Rush, and I still haven't played Dead Space or Fire Emblem, but I hear they're great, and we have such a stacked lineup for the rest of the year. 
that I'm just so excited for like gaming in 2023. Oof, yes. Yep, hell yeah. Oh, that's awesome. There is so much to come. This is and things that are actually already here as well, available to play. Uh, speaking of which, my hype train is playing through more of Dead Space because I, I feel like I've just had a taste of it and I'm so ready to go. And I, I'm not even going to do it until I finish Hi-Fi Rush. So it's like things they're already, not like waiting for things to come out, things that are out and just sitting there in my collection waiting to be played. It's like a less of a back catalog and like a front catalog. That's just like they're ready to go. So I, I can't wait to jump into more Dead Space and get through it just feels so satisfying and i want to get in a dark room turn up the sound you know on my big speakers and everything and just get that mood just right with all these different colored lights around my room have the mood correct and just disappear into it so i'm very Getting very the atmosphere yeah yeah which is just such a huge part of dead space so i'm very very excited about that um well my goodness we did it we did it dopey dill we got through a, a whole episode. Sure did. How did we do that? Amazing. We'll uh, we'll be back with another episode, hopefully with uh, Callan Davison. I think we're going to be looking at Atomic Heart, hopefully, uh, which Ooh, which could be soon. a bit yes. of fun. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what the happens. The gameplay trailer for that was very recent, and it was. I'm so excited for that. It's I so, know. Like, it looks bio, like very much like Bioshock. Yep. It looks it's bonkers, just, like in a really looks, interesting way. I'm so excited. We're spoiled as gamers this year already. We really are. And it's on Game Pass. Oh, just nuts. Game Pass, man. Game Pass, so we good. We talk about it so much here. It sounds like we're sponsored, but we are not. It's just when a thing's it's good, a thing's good. A thing's good. Like Audio Technica. Audio Technica. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Dopey, where can we find you, good sir? Um, on most socials, it's it, it's it's Dopey Dill, but on on Twitch, you'll find it as Dopey Dill. And how do we spell that? Uh, D-O-P-E-Y-D-Y-L. Dopey Dill. So twitch.tv slash Dopey Dill. And when do you stream, good sir? Um, most days. Well, I don't really have a set schedule these days. When I feel like it, I sort of, I sort of stream. But I try and stream on Sundays, Mondays mainly. Nice, and nice. And Thursdays. Excellent. Well... You heard it here, guys. He streams most days, but he's not sure. So jump onto his socials and just yell at him and say, get on now. Lately, it's been nearly every day. Oh, nice. Yeah, because there's something to do every day. Exactly. That's been awesome. Uh, well, that's awesome. You can find uh, Game Train Podcast on our website, GameTrainPodcast.com. Our Facebook, like I said earlier, is Facebook.com slash Podcast. The Instagram is at GameTrainPodcast. And Twitter, you'll mostly catch Callan over there at Game Train Talk. You can find me personally as The Lyrical with my music uh, on just search The Lyrical on YouTube or Spotify. You can uh, catch my streams on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the underscore lyrical on Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays, 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. And uh, do you have anything else to add today before we finish up, Dobby Dill? Just keep playing games. Oh, thank you. Thank you, good sir. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Game Train. Game Train.